What is up, everyone? This is Coach Megan, and this is episode number 20. I can't believe it. Let's get it going. Well, what's up, everybody? Um, This is Coach Megan, like I said, and it feels kind of weird to be back with you guys in this format after a couple weeks of interviews. We have a few more really exciting interviews coming up. One will be with your current Miss Nebraska for one more week, Jessica Schultes. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. We have another wonderful guest coming who is very, very active in the political world and minority community, and oh my gosh, she is just going to be a rock star. I'm going to dangle that carrot in front of you guys a little bit. Just such diversity coming on the podcast. People from all over the world, young ladies who are making an impact, who are certainly powerhouses from all over the world. And then very, very soon, and I'm saying this that it actually happens, um, my sister, my not so little sister who's taller than me, Allie Swanson will be coming on the podcast talking about her platform, Cyber Smarts, um, keeping people safe in a digital world. That's not the exact title, but it's like 90% the way there. I should probably know that by heart. But it's so funny. I feel like, okay, it's just me this week. It's kind of weird. We did all of our other... um, interviews over Zoom, and I just love how technology can connect sisters from all over the world, and we certainly are going to do a part two with Lydia because you guys loved that so much, understandably, because she's literally amazing. So um, stay tuned for those episodes coming up, and if you guys have some suggestions for other people that you'd love to uh, hear on the podcast, other people that you think would gel really well with our message, who you consider powerhouse women, please comment below. Um, subscribe on iTunes, all that good stuff um, per the usual, but also either comment on our Podbean website or powerhousepageantry.com um, forward slash podcast forward slash 20 will be the link for this episode. Or as always, you can just DM me or DM at Powerhouse Pageantry on Instagram and we'll hook you up um, with the right resources to be able to take your suggestions. But feel free to just DM us and uh, we'll creep on whoever <laughs> you tell us that we should be on a podcast episode with and I'll probably slide into their DM. So that's the way that we live, right? <laughs> In 2019. But anyways, I wanted to just start with a few highlights. We've had an incredible week. Obviously, in the Northeast, they've already crowned Miss New Hampshire and Miss Massachusetts a a couple weeks ago, almost um, actually over a month ago now. But for Powerhouse Girls, we had our first contestants competing last weekend in South Dakota. And just a big, big, big shout out to all three of our girls who competed, two Miss contestants and one teen contestant. And I just wanted to rap about that a little bit and give them um, some cred because they performed absolutely beautifully. I had a weekend intensive client this weekend from Indiana and she rocked it. Oh my gosh, just such a powerhouse packed weekend. So I wanted to go over a few of the highlights. So first and foremost, we had beautiful Courtney Remick, who has probably the coolest talent you've ever seen in your entire life, and I just wanted to really elevate her and highlight her really quickly because as of 
what, literally maybe two months ago, <laughs> she was still um, doing a completely different talent. And I just wanted to really talk about this um, with this episode today, talking about just your identity and, and owning who you are as a person, which is so important going into pageant week. Because if there's one thing, you guys, that I work on with my clients when they come into town for weekend intensives, it's not only discovering who you are, but then learning to really walk in that. And with Courtney, I just have to brag about her so much because she walked in and, you know, was a newer competitor and was going to do something totally different for her talent. And I could tell that something just wasn't resonating with her. And it was so funny because through our discovery, through the mock interviews, and just really the day after, I remember sitting with her as we're watching this weird tech convention at Do Space in Omaha. And uh, she's like, well you know, I I placed third place in the national championship for powerlifting. And I'm like, what? Like, what? You're literally amazing. Like, let's figure out how to make this work. And so um, I hope this is, (laughs) I didn't ask permission for this, but Courtney, as you're listening, um, I hope that she goes and posts a video of her talent because I literally started crying. She sent it to me um, after just rehearsals, I believe. And I had never gotten a chance to see it because we ended up, after she came for her weekend intensive, she changed her talent within two days, had to have the script done. And we ended up doing this monologue around her powerlifting performance where she does a snatch. And uh, I don't know exactly what it's called, even though I lift all the time, where she literally was like pressing her body weight above her head. And she's just an incredible human. Go follow her. She's Miss Brookings um, in South Dakota. And I just want you to know, Courtney, from the bottom of my heart, how proud I am of you. And uh, you're just an incredible friend and an incredible incredible competitor and I'm so excited to see what you do in the future. So shout out to Courtney. Number two, we have our cute little teen, Kate Daly, who's ready to take over the world. Today is her birthday. So shout out to Kate. We love you so much. And she ended up taking away um, the prelim on stage question and evening gown um, award. And I'm so excited about that. You deserve it. You work so hard. And obviously as an interview coach, that is the biggest blessing of any prelim that you could ever win for us. And so we're so proud of you, Kate. And she ended up getting third runner-up at Miss South Dakota this year on her first try. So you're just a rock star and we can't wait for you to come back next year. And then last but not least, you guys probably know what I'm going to say, but drum roll, right? Literally drum roll. Amber Ray Hulse, the rock star, the queen of queens, right? Uh, Amber won Miss South Dakota 2019 and she's just absolutely incredible. So We've known Amber for two seasons. Last year, she got first runner-up on her first try as a 19-year-old, and uh, Amber is ready to take over the world <laughs> in literally every aspect. So, Amber, if you're listening, um, I want to have you on the podcast, too. I want to have all of our winners on the podcast, but you're an incredible human inside and out, and you guys should go watch her on her media tour this week because she's already killing it. I literally had a client yesterday who was listening to something that Amber said on TV and was like, dang, that was a really good way to put that. Like, I'm going to use that. And I was like, yeah, literally everything that comes out of Amber's mouth is incredible. Um, hashtag like political genius. So uh, finding a way to quote Nancy Pelosi and also say I'm a conservative woman in the same sentence, like you're literally a genius and I love you. So anyways, those are some highlights from the past week. Every week we're going to be talking about some of our powerhouse wins just because I think it's good to know. It's good for you guys listening to know kind of what's going on and the success behind the scenes. So if you've ever been on the fence about working with us, book a strategy session with us. It's really low key. Um, it's really just for the sake of clarity. If you maybe are competing in the next season or you know you are, aren't are fortunate enough to win this year, like let's get it going. We have 30 day sprints that we can um, have you hop into every other month that we run. We'll put you in a community and surround you with our inner circle, these 
absolutely incredible girls who are there for each other. It just makes me cry. We had our all powerhouse call what, two weeks ago now or so, and had like 30 women on this Zoom call. And I was just looking at the most beautiful faces I've ever seen in my life. And they're just cracking up in the chat and just, you know, in a way where they're not dogging on each other, but just people are like, my clients are literally the funniest human beings in the world. I wish I could just blast these calls to the universe because they're they're literally the funniest, most just like intelligent, witty, beautiful women. Ugh, I just love you guys so much. So if you're a client of mine and you're listening, just thank you for being awesome. Um, and if you want to join the Powerhouse family, it really is a family. And uh, we'll send you a cool laptop sticker in the mail. I mean, duh, like life doesn't get better than that, right? And just introduce you to women who are, contend for one another, not compete against one another. So shameless plug for that because I just like to say we have the best community in the world. So Moving forward into this week, um, before we get into today's teaching, which is going to be a little bit shorter because I'm trying to make these podcasts not 40 minutes long, even though I know that y'all just love to hear me talk all day. Not really. Um, I've actually fallen in love kind of accidentally with interviewing people. <laughs> Duh. I mean, I should have put two and two together because obviously I'm an interview coach. <laughs> Duh. But uh, I've just loved, my gosh, I've loved interviewing these incredible women. Obviously, Topi is my best friend in the whole entire world. And and Lydia is like the most incredible human in the entire world. So I just love like the community and it stirs up such joy and such activation in your heart when um, you are around other powerhouse women. And especially when I've gotten to be a part of their journey, like it's not for the sake of an ego boost, but it's just so cool because these people um, end up having a different life because of the personal development choices that they made. So again, if you're on the fence about investing in your future, not just financially, but just in terms of your time, I always say time, talent, and treasure are what make up an investment. And if you're on the fence at all, like just come talk to me. Just DM us at Powerhouse Pageantry or at Megan underscore Swanson. Send us an email. There will be a little pop-up on our website as soon as you go to the website. And just talk to us. Like I'd love to know your fears, your worries, what you're going through, your situation. And um, the way that our programs work at Powerhouse, we literally have a financial option for every single person, regardless of where you're at financially. Um, and if you're ready to make an investment, we we have long-term options as well, where you really are part of the family. Um, so I won't belabor that point. But anyways, so exciting things coming up this week. Um, we have Miss Nebraska coming up this week. My sister left a couple days ago and has just been rocking it and just wanted to shout her out a little bit. Um, she got top five for the Quality of Life Award this week, which for those of you who are listening who don't know what that is, that is the um, award where you do a separate interview process with a separate group of judges that is strictly about your platform. So like I said, my sister has an incredible platform talking about um, digital media safety and literacy and is just an incredible human being. She works with a nonprofit that has to do with her platform. She is also an assistant basketball coach and she is a barcode instructor and just getting her master's. She's one of the most incredible people in the world. So shout out to Allie Swanson. Make sure you follow her at Miss Heartland NE, I believe is her Instagram. We have three Miss Heartlands. We literally have three clients, one in Minnesota, one in Illinois, and one in Nebraska, which is amazing. So hashtag team Heartland. But go Allie this week. Um, Miss Nebraska is live streaming the pageant. So if you want to listen to that, I think it's like maybe a maximum of $20. 
something like that, um, over the weekend. And I believe you can buy like a special package for Thursday, Friday, Saturday with the two prelims. So, um, again, if you have questions about that, just DM us on Instagram or email us, or you guys know how to communicate and I will help you with that. And then second of all, we also have a client in Kentucky competing and she's an absolute rock star. So ready to see what she does, um, specifically in interview. She just has one of the most calm and relaxed presence presences is that that's not a word presences the she has the most calm and relaxed presence of anyone that I know so I'm so excited about that Miss Kentucky coming up I'm sure that they live stream too because they're a pretty big pageant Um, but with that let's hop right into today's lesson shall we so today we're going to start things a little bit differently with our presentation of the teaching today I don't know why I described it that way anyways But we're going to read a little bit out of the book of Joshua. And for those of you guys who are listening who aren't Christians, don't worry about it. This is still a really good principle that I want to hit home today in talking about your identity walking into your pageant. So like I said, the number one thing that I see that is a huge problem that I get to solve on a regular basis is helping guide my clients toward their identity and then also helping them to really walk in it. For some reason, we have this false notion that we need to be somebody that we're not when we walk into the judging room. And so today, I really want to hit home on this point by representing what Joshua did, who, just to give you guys a little bit of biblical context, there were two spies, um, Joshua and Caleb, out of several, I believe it was 12, um, who went into the land and they were scouting it out and basically they were asked to come back and give a report. And every single one of the other spies was like, no, 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 like Moses, this is not going to work. We can't do it. Um, It's full of giants. It's full of all these things like it'll never work. But Joshua and Caleb came back and they're known as like the faithful spies. And they said, no, like absolutely we can do this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So we're going to start in Joshua in the book of uh, the first book of Joshua, verse one. And it says, after the death of Moses, so Moses, you guys have seen Prince of Egypt, part of the Red Sea, all that awesome stuff, Ten Commandments came down from the mountain. So Moses was a leader at the time and Moses had just passed away. So it's a change of leadership. So I want to bring this up because obviously you guys competing in a state pageant is kind of a lot like the passing on of a new leader, right? It absolutely is. So you guys are going to be assuming the responsibility of leadership if you were to win your state title, just like Joshua is from Moses, okay? So it says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Like, how cool is that? They had assistants back in the Bible. Saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory." No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go." 
This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Okay, so how awesome is that scripture? I want to break it down a little bit to really describe how we can use this to take our identity, to understand our identity, and walk confidently as we pursue this state title, or maybe you're in a different system and you're pursuing a national title. So did you guys know that um, the Bible tells us actually to be strong and courageous like 18 times in the first couple chapters of Joshua? And I think it's so cool how the Bible has such practical implications for real life fears and real life problems. Because I think a lot of times people, even if you've been a Christian your whole life, or even if you aren't, you wonder the validity um, and the practicality of, okay, why do I need to read my Bible? It doesn't make any sense, you know, all these different things. But as you guys just heard, um, there's so much practicality in these verses. Um, you know, I think of even one of the problems thinking of like, okay, well, I'm, I'm really nervous about walking. I'm really nervous about feeling like this is my territory. Maybe you're a first-time competitor competing um, at state this year, which I remember when I was, and I was terrified. <laughs> Parts of me were terrified. Verse 3 says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Like, what a great scripture to say, you know what, as I'm walking, God's with me. As I'm taking every step, the Holy Spirit's with me. It's as if he's right next to me. Jesus is standing beside me. Jesus is in the room with me. And what peace can that bring to your heart knowing that you're not alone and that every time that you step, that you're taking ground, that you're conquering um, ground for what you believe in, what you're standing for, your platform, your values, and who you want to be as a state title holder. How about verse 5 where it says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Again, along the same lines, sometimes it can feel really lonely. Maybe you're a first-time competitor. Maybe you're a fifth-time competitor. Maybe you just feel like you aren't gelling very well with the girls this year. Maybe you just feel the spirit of loneliness trying to come on you or the spirit of fear trying to come on you where you're just like, man, I just feel like the black sheep here. I just feel like a fish out of water. Or you're in your head, you're comparing yourself, you're looking to the left and the right and you're like, man, these girls are so much more qualified than me. Like, I just don't know what I'm doing. What a great scripture to stand on that it literally says, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. I love that. So just rest in that today, that God will not leave you or forsake you in any moment. Verse six, moving on. Be strong and of good courage. There we hear that again. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Have you declared over your state pageant? Have you spoken over that state pageant? Have you walked um, through that in your mind? Have you visualized what it's like for that to be your territory and your land and to receive that as the inheritance and the fruit of uh, all the work that you've been putting in? And then verse, verse 7, it says again, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe and do. Hmm. Love that. Now, if you guys have worked with me, you know that I've told you a thousand times that we have to visualize what we want, right? And if you can't see it in your spirit, you can't see it in your subconscious, you will not accomplish it. So observe and do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, but that you may prosper wherever you go. So how do we become prosperous? As I always say, spiritually, physically, financially. How do we take that land? How do we take that ground? We don't look to the left or to the right. Hmm, what does that mean? Comparison. 
right? Keeping our eyes focused on what we should be focusing on, not scrolling mindlessly through Instagram, not staring at the girl across the room and creating conversations in your head about what she's thinking about or what she's talking about. Or when you see your directors or you see another local director who's the best local director and you're watching her move her lips and then in your head you're telling yourself that she's talking about you or that other candidates are talking about you. I mean, we've all done it, right? We make up these fabrications of these stories in our heads, which are just wrong thoughts that the enemy throws at us, which create wrong emotions, which create wrong actions, which create wrong results, right? And then we're in this big pitfall of 25 minutes later, we have to walk into interview and we're totally in our heads. And that's because we were looking to the right and to the left. So what, what we need to do is we need to choose what we observe, and that will help you guys um, to know not to turn to the right hand or to the left when you choose what you're actually going to look on. Next verse 8, I love this. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, and then observe, again, to do according to all that is written in it. So how many of you guys know that what you say is important? And both what you say out loud is important, But also, what are you speaking over yourself constantly through your self-talk? Is it negative? Is it positive? Is it life-giving? Or is it death-breeding? Okay? So often what I see and what I have to help help my clients in is to shift their mindset, first starting with how self-critical or how self-affirming that they are. And so that's why we use something called the morning formula, which I teach every single one of my clients, because you have to actively do something to build back up that identity that you're destroying yourself with in your head if you don't have a strategy for that. And then last but not least, have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Don't be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So again, I love that. Like it's a command, you guys, to be strong and of good courage. I know that walking into state pageant is terrifying sometimes. I know that it's hard not to compare yourself. I know that the enemy tries to play mental games with you when you don't win prelim talent or when you don't win another prelim that you really, really expected to or when you don't win the CMN award or when you don't get top five for quality of life finalist. I get it. It can mess with your head. But how awesome is it that we can have this anchor, like the Bible says, an anchor for our soul, um, both sure and steadfast. Steadfast means constant. Sure means 100%. True, right, never going anywhere, right? I love how that is an anchor for your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. But I love how verse 9 says, have I not commanded you to be strong enough courage, good courage? And did you know that if God has commanded you to do something, that it's possible? God will literally never tell you to do something that's impossible. He only gives you commands that open that are open and that you can 100% do. Maybe not without his help, but he'll never tell you to, to do something that's impossible, right? Because it says that nothing is impossible with God. But I love how he speaks specifically to our character and to say, be strong, which means, oh my gosh, even when I'm weak, he's strong, right? And therefore I can be strong. Be of good courage. It says that we can cast all of our cares on him because he cares for us and that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, can guard our heart and our mind in Christ Jesus. And that's just so incredibly beautiful because I just think that people get it confused sometimes where they think that the Bible is not practical, that the Bible doesn't deal with mental and emotional health or, well, the Bible, God doesn't, God doesn't really understand my situation. 
But you think about right here, Joshua and Caleb were literally about to go into this rebel land of the Hittites and all these other people, you know, where they eventually found Rahab, who was a prostitute who had no chance at um, being a part of the the lineage that was actually blessed. They were going to go and wreak havoc on their land um, and take it over. But because of even Rahab's faithfulness, because she saw herself as something beyond her situation, she ended up being in the lineage of David, which eventually produced the lineage of Jesus and changed her entire destiny because how she believed about herself literally in the next chapter. And we won't go into all that today, but just um, I encourage you guys to go read that because it's absolutely incredible. And in closing, I just, I really want to point out a couple um, other verses. Let me look at this really quick. Yeah, I love this so much. <laughs> so a couple verses later, um, when it says the order to cross the Jordan. Also, if your name is Jordan and you're listening to this, by the way, your name is blessed. And I encourage you to go look up what your name means. But I love how verse 13 says, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. How often do, there's a verse in the Bible too that's in James that says, um, it's like a guy who looks at himself in the mirror and then as soon as they walk away from the mirror, they forget who they are. And I, that verse just hit me yesterday in, in church or two days ago when we were in church. Um, and I was like, wow, how often do we get reminded of things, but we don't have a system in place to stay on offense in terms of what we're really struggling through. And I have to raise both my hands too. How often are we not faithful to the growth that we actually want to accomplish? And by having a system and a strategy to put it before our eyes and to meditate on it, like this says day and night, to meditate on the word, which just means to think on, to pray over, to let come out of your mouth. And then we wonder why we're still self-critical or why we're, we still have fear in that area. Again, myself too, like I'm preaching to the choir here. Um, I know that that's something that the Lord's really been just speaking to my heart about is, okay, Megan, these problems that are going on in your life or these issues in your mentality or your belief or just different areas that the Lord highlights, what are you really doing? Are you disciplined enough to achieve what you have in your heart to achieve the standard that you've set for yourself? Or are you playing defense and just allowing life to go by and then wondering why you're still in this position of dealing with these things? So verse 13, remember, which is an active term, choose to remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you saying, the Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land, which I think is so cool because when we think of possessing land or battle or, you know, walking through trials or conquering something that seems impossible, I think rest is the last thing that would ever be on our minds, right? Can somebody say amen in the car when you're listening to this, putting your makeup on wherever you are right now? Like rest is literally the last thing that you would ever think of, right? <laughs> but I just love how God positions these dichotomies, um, juxtapositions, you know, really next to each other. These things that we would always think are mutually exclusive, but they're not. God is so good that he knows that in those seasons of difficulty that we can lean into him and be strong and be of good courage and have rest, even in the midst of possessing a new type of land, even in the midst of a new kind of battle. And so I just hope that this encouraged you guys today. Um, build yourself up in the most holy faith. Build yourself up. Stir up, you know, the gifts of God in you. Stir up your faith. If you need to dance around your room when no one's watching, if you need to scream hallelujah in the car, if you need to just let some tension out by boxing or going for a long run or whatever it is, you guys, getting together with a girlfriend, 
your health is so important. Your spiritual health is so important. Your mental health is so important. Your emotional health is so important. And that's why I believe that, as you guys will see, like we're going to have a really good pageant season this year. I'm just being honest because our girls are mentally, emotionally, and spiritually like pit bulls. I mean, they are tough. And you know what? They didn't start off that way. But through the community that we've been able to provide them and the encouragement and the resources and the system that we have for building up people in these areas, they truly become powerhouses. And that's why, just so cool, I've probably had five or so of my clients that I've been talking to the last week that have just been like, you know what, if I win, awesome. If I don't win, I'm still a success. Like, I'm going to go do amazing things. Here are my goals. And they've literally just said, you know, my sights are so set on far beyond the pageant that it is what it is. And they're like, I feel totally relaxed. And these are clients that did not feel that way a year or two ago, let me just tell you. But it's completely possible, you guys. And it starts by having a plan for your identity, having a plan for your mental and emotional and spiritual health, not forgetting about all three of those and how they work together. So I hope that this episode encouraged you today. If you guys have any questions, or like I said in the beginning, if you have ideas for people that you'd like to see on the podcast, I would love those suggestions. So feel free to email us on our website or DM us on Instagram at either my personal account or at Powerhouse Pageantry. And uh, finally, if you, um, like I said, if you don't end up winning your state pageant this year and you want to secure a local title right away uh, or work through the summer kind of before things get crazy, we'll be starting another 30-day sprint in July and we'd love to have you as part of the family. So thanks so much, you guys, and we'll see you on the next episode.